Yes, indeed. Father God, this is war. There's always been a war between you and Satan, and this war continues now fought on the, uh, the turf of mankind in the earth, Father, and in the sky. All around us, Lord God, this war, we praise you, Jesus, and thank you that you have been uh, victorious and faithful to keep us in the midst of this battle. I thank you that you've already won this war, and I thank you, Jesus, that your will is done here on earth today, even in and through all of us who love you even as it's being done and declared in heaven. Lord God, we um, thank you for dying on the cross. We thank you for taking those direct hits to your own personal body that you might set us free from the, the grip of Satan and sin and death and destruction and eternal damnation. Father, we thank you for giving us courage to walk with you, to follow you, to um, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold of eternal life. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit that you've s- sent and to live and dwell within us to make this, um, you give us wisdom and to make this a victorious walk. I thank you, Lord, that you've given us power over all the power of the enemy. And so we bind the powers of darkness, the strong men, the familiar spirits, those who hold us in hostage, those who impersonate us to ourselves, those who lay hold of the political systems of this world to destroy us, the spirits of death and destruction. We thank you, Lord God, that you are more than a conqueror with us, and you have defeated our enemy. We thank you, Lord, for the promise that you've given us, even though you've given us power, you said, of whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. We also thank you that you have promised to never leave us or forsake us, Lord. We thank you for uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. And we also thank you that no weapon forged against us will prosper, that the words, the works, the intentions, the actions of the insidious and evil ones will not prevail against your church, for the gates of hell will not prevail against your church. You have promised us. So we thank you now for wisdom. May we speak as the oracles of God. May you give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to receive the revelation of your love and truth. May, Lord, these revelations loose us, let us, set us free from the old mindsets and the grip of the evil one, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we're back. We're back after a couple of weeks of crazy out there on the front lines. I'm doing spiritual warfare in a very uh, intense setting, captives free, intensive. Um, and it was a lot of war. It was a lot of victory. It was a lot of people who might be listening today and were saying, hi, and keep going. S- stay strong in Jesus. Yeah, keep going forward. Looking Amen. to Jesus, the Amen. author and finisher of your faith. And almost, he's the one that got started and in he, you, and he's the one that's going to finish it. So today we're going to be talking about the real war that is upon us. And we're going to look at um, Ephesians to begin with, because that's kind of, you know, when Jesus came down here, that's what he told us. He said, it's going to be war. Um, so in Ephesians, we have some very interesting scriptures where he says, um, and you all probably know these, but um, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore. So the, the command is in the war is that we stand, having done all to stand, putting on the armor. 
uh, to stand. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. All of these things are very intriguing and um, open up a lot of discussion. Well, principalities, powers, rulers of this world, dark rulers of this world, uh, you know, spiritual wickedness in high places, in mm-hmm. heavenly places. Right. So uh, there's this colossal, how can I say it, um, order, uh, hierarchy. order or hierarchy mm-hmm. of uh, powers arrayed against us, uh, against us, <laughs> yeah. you know, evil, evil powers, created beings mm-hmm. that have rebelled against the Almighty. And they have they they are influencing the whole world. Every aspect of mankind, our thoughts, our behaviors, our decisions, right. and actions. And then along with that, you have basically the low level, the privates, mm-hmm. uh, the privates, corporal sergeants, maybe that are are demons, um, spiritual entities mm-hmm. that you know personal that carry spiritual out the entities orders. Yeah, they carry that, out the that orders. Carry out the orders. So, mm-hmm. so they're the ones that are kind of like. In your face. <laughs> in your face, on the earth. But above them... It's paralyzing you in bed being, at night. Yeah. They have the commander-in-chief, who is Satan, that he gives his orders through the ranks, and these these demon powers are invading mankind. And what happens mm-hmm. is that human beings are, are basically the tools. Human beings are the tools of these demonic forces. And so he says, we don't wrestle... It, wrestle it. Wrestling is very intense. We're not talking about, you know, WWF or WWA wrestling. We're talking about, like, if you look at wrestling, high school or college, regular wrestling, it's super, super, super intense. So we're, we're wrestling against these things uh, on, on a regular basis. So it's, it's, it's very, um, how can I intense. say? Intense. It's super, super intense with saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it says in the, you know, we think of sometimes the, the devil as being in hell, the demons as being in hell, but actually here it says that they are in the heavenly places, in the spiritual realm, in the second heaven. That's where the the fallen angels are hanging out at this point. They will be relegated to the lake of fire. But at the some demons, point. the demons but are the right, demons are are right here mm-hmm. with us on the earth. Now, this is, is this enough to freak us out? Should this freak us out? No. It's just we have to understand that there is war. I mean, it, it is a war. It's been a war since the Garden of Eden. Yeah, and we understand that these spirits have mingled among us so much, these demons. They they indwell people. They possess people, as we see when Jesus cast them out. They actually want to live within a human body as a host because they don't have a body. The demons are disembodied spirits with personalities and appetites, and they mm-hmm. want to be able to carry out, conduct their their work, their lives, their, their appetites, their lusts, whatever, through mankind. And if they can't find a human body, then they would be, they would go into another body like an animal. But for the most part, they're pretty much embedded in, uh, in people and in situations where they are in control of people. Well, they're embedded in, in the people that are in control of, of governments. I mean, we can see it now, even, even business right now, in, in in our world, even business, sports, certain sports Everything, events, every and so every forth. there's no, nothing Media, exempt. Uh, yeah, nothing just exempt. Nothing laced. Nothing. Everything in this world, <clears throat> almost everything well, except be- the spirit of God, is just laced with demonic because powers. it is laced and controlled by the God of this world, who is Satan, and we know this from Jesus' discussion with the devil in the wilderness, all these kingdoms I will give you if you fall down and worship me. So therefore we know, and even in Revelations 12, after the uh, culminating of the events, the escalating of the events uh, in the revelation and the return of Jesus Christ, we have a verse in 
Matthew, uh, Revelations 12, 12, it says, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of earth and those and 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 those who and the sea. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows his time is short. So there is a limited time, but there is an intense war. And so in Ephesians we're given the command to stand, and having done all to stand. In other words, you trust God no matter what it looks like or feels like. And we do not make our judgments based on the appearance of things, the way things look or the way things feel. Well, appearances fake us out. I mean, appearances, I mean, he can do a lot of smoke and mirrors. In other words, we're in a time now where um, he makes uh, evil to look good and good to look evil. Exactly it. And in 2 Corinthians 10, uh, 3 through 5, we get a better look at this war, how it, it rolls out, if you will. Um, it says, um, Paul is talking here, Second Corinthians um, 10, 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. In other words, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Um, our enemy is not another human being, even though Satan sets us up to divide and sets us up to, in opposition to one another to create wars and, and, and uh, instigate riots and kill one another. He, we're actually doing his work for him because he cannot do his work against us without our agreements and permissions for the weapon of our weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god to the pulling down of strongholds now these weapons what are they they're not carnal they're not natural weapons they're not guns and tanks and things like that but they are mighty in god in god for the pulling down of strongholds jesus said remember he says i give you power over all the power of the enemy nothing shall by any means hurt you whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven you should tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy so he's giving us because of the war, he's given us powers and authorities to bind, to loose, which means to permit and forbid, to um, to uh, cast out demons, permission to forgive, permission to love. Um, these are the weapons that we use. The weapon is truth. But anyway, he says, um, for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. This is giving, giving us a clue that the war is in our minds, the war is in our thoughts, the war is in our emotions, our souls, where we are uh, being told here to tear down those reasonings and those false arguments, um, those arrogant arguments that Satan puts up in our mind, tempts us with and makes us believe there are thoughts. We cast them down. We, t- we take every high thing that exalts, every high thing, including this, these thoughts that come into our minds, come into our hearts, that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God, um, you know, pride, arrogance, I can do this, it's my, it's my, you know, I'm on my own. And we bring these thoughts down into captive, into subject, subjection to the obedience of Christ. We're going to not go by our own mind and our own will and our well, own strength. Right, because we, we live in an atmosphere, in an environment of, of arrogance, lies, of lies, um, you know, because everything is coming. So we're going to talk about how in the world do we deal in this atmosphere? Let me, I just want to read this from the Amplified Bible. Um, here's the atmosphere in which we are, right? Second uh, Timothy 3, 1. But understand, starting there, that in the last days will come, set in, set in perilous times mm-hmm. of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Mm-hmm. For people will be lovers of and utterly, lovers of self and utterly self-centered Lovers of money aroused by an, an an inordinate, greedy desire for wealth, proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters. They will be abusive, blasphemous, scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. 
They will be without natural human affection, callous and inhuman, relentless, admitting of no truce or appeasement. In other words, we're not going to, there's no reconciliation here. Uh They will be slanderers, false accusers, troublemakers, intemperate and loose in morals and conduct, uncontrolled and fierce, haters of good. They will be treacherous, betrayers, rash and inflated with self-conceit. They will be lovers of sensual pleasures and vain amusements, more than rather more than and rather than lovers of God. For although they hold a form of piety, true religion, they deny and reject and are strangers to the power of it. Their conduct belies their genuineness of their of their profession. Avoid all such people and turn away from them. So this is this is exactly the thoughts that are not being taken captive. These are the things that you're reading here that are permitted to be out there uh, dwelling and, and moving among us. We've not rejected the, the lie. We've embraced the lie. We've not cast down these arguments and high things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. And this is the result. This is exactly what uh, they're talking about in Timothy, the perilous times. Uh, now, and even in the beginning, as Paul goes back in, in 2 Corinthians to start this whole thing, um, when he says in eleven chapter 11 of 2 Corinthians, uh, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent, the shimmering serpent, Nahesh, deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. If someone come, comes preaching another Christ, another gospel, a different, it brings a different spirit, he says you might well put up with it. You might be faked out by it. So taking captive these uh, thoughts and arguments uh, that and resistances to God that rise up in our minds, in our hearts, in our society is the, is the way we tear down strongholds by resisting the, the lie and putting the truth, declaring the truth in its place. So we're, we're right in the midst of this. We find it in our educational institutions. We find it everywhere. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, everywhere. it's coming at us constantly. So I mean, and look, you look at it. What what chance do we have in uh, of of keeping um, our minds, our hearts, only our lives, Christ. only in Christ, on on what's true and what's right through the Holy Spirit? The only way. See, if you're going to try to figure this out, win this war in a carnal way, or with reasoning, or religion, or trying to be good, or uh, preach at p- people and make them you know, feel guilty for not making a better choice. That is not the solution. The solution is Jesus Christ. And remember how Paul says, by the craftiness of Satan, your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that's in Christ. The simplicity is the gospel of grace and good news. The message of Jesus Christ is brought uh, to us through the uh, infant who was born in Bethlehem and through the the Son of God, Son of Man, who died on the cross, is the same, that there is a price to pay for sin. He paid it. We are free. If we let his, his payment be ours, he can, he can be our substitutionary death, and we can live for Christ. But, uh, but this world is very alluring. It very, seems very overwhelming. I mean, right. and now, even now, there's another whole phase to the world that's being um, uh, in, introduced as a meta a meta world, a, uh, a sci-fi world, a virtual world, where people can actually, they can't stand this world, so they can exit this world and use goggles and all kinds of goofiness to live in a virtual world where they can have every color, every shape, every sex, every sin, everything they want without any consequences. But unfortunately, there is no salvation in that world. There is no Jesus Christ to redeem in that world. That's a devil world. And you know, if you can if you're believing, deceiving, and people crawl into other worlds, they call crawl into worlds of drugs, 
they call in any kind of escapes they can, that is not going to solve your problem. So the escapes become the presence. Exactly. The escapes yeah, become the, uh-huh. the, the, what we think is freedom becomes horrible, horrible, horrible bondage. And as a result of ex- embracing these lies, um, what springs up among us is false apostles, deceitful workers of, of wickedness. Um, Paul says in First Corinthians, Second Corinthians 11, 13, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. No wonder for Satan himself himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness whose end will be according to their works. In other words, they're looking like uh, godly, they're looking like righteous teachers and ministers of righteousness, and they're actually serpents and snakes. Uh, they might, yeah, they might deceiving. seem, they might seem so to be the very war popular can, and yeah. have the adoration of a lot of people, but you, you, you so just have is, to look through that. There's treachery on every hand, and the only way yeah. we're going to weigh it out and, and know what's really true is by the through the Holy Spirit and through reading the Word of God and being tight with the Word of God, reading it constantly, staying in it. It's our, so, it's our source of safety and protection and hope in Jesus Christ is our salvation through His Holy Spirit. There is a way out of this thing. It is through Jesus Christ. It is through His blood, through His love, through His Spirit, and that we do not panic in these last days. We do not panic. We we get more close to Jesus. We tuck ourselves in deeper. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, Jesus kind of talks about this again. He says, Do not think that I have come to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. So obviously, what is he saying here? That this, um, uh, he brought division. Uh, because his message, mm-hmm. uh, the gospel of the kingdom, demanded that there be a decision made. Uh, either to follow and accept the truth or deny and reject it and continue in the ways of the kingdom of death. So the, there are now two kingdoms. Jesus came to bring um, the, the revelation of the kingdom of God to earth. Now we have to make a choice. Now the war begins. Um, this is a spiritual war um, that includes many things that we've already talked about, the devil, uh, his hatred and contempt for God. It concludes demons. It, it includes our decisions. Uh, but we are the prize, and we're also the ones who decide uh, mm-hmm. our own destination mm-hmm. by, is it going to be heaven or hell? But based on whose report we're going to believe in, Satan is a very good liar. He makes his lies look like the truth, and he gives temporary uh, uh, fixes. He gives temporary uh, relief from the pain he creates, and then he gives the pain relief, and then you're hooked and addicted on the pain relief thing mechanism that right. he's put in your life. Your pain relief leads you into greater pain. That's right. Um, so... But here's the deal. In this clash between the kingdoms of God and, and the kingdoms of darkness, of darkness um, we, we must recognize those of you who are created in the image of God, made to love what God loves and hate what God hates, we cannot, we cannot uh, endorse or tolerate or uh, approve of, even through passive agreement, we cannot endorse the bloodshed and the violence of the rulers of this world, the pass and or be passively uh, compliant, a fear of what people will say. Um, it, we cannot be passively compliant to their mockery of God, of human life, unborn babies, helpless children, treacherous wickedness, worshiping of self, slipping into the mindless world of, of a virtual reality, giving over our free wills willingly to satisfy the lusts of the of the flesh or for pleasure or for safety or for the desire to escape. A lot of what Satan is promoting now is a 
is a mechanism of safety, but it's not safety. And we're pursuing something God didn't say pursue. He didn't say pursue your life and try to save it. He says, he who seeks to save his life will lose it. So our whole mandate is not to find a place of safety, but to find to stand in the truth and declare the truth and see what God will do for us. Um, these, um, we are being destroyed through these enticements um, without even realizing it. I think that that's, again, bringing thought, every thought captive, rejecting the lie, d- declaring the truth, standing for righteousness. Um, de- this is a, ti- a time of trial and tribulation, but it is a short time. It's not going to last, um, uh, I don't think, for decades. I don't think it can well, last well, for decades. He- here, here's where we are right now. Um, in Luke 21, 25 to 26, this is again, from the Amplified Bible, and there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars. We've had those in recent years. And upon the earth, there will be distress, trouble, and anguish of nations Mm -hmm. in bewilderment and perplexity without resources, left wanting, embarrassed, in doubt, not knowing which way to turn at the roaring the echo of the tossing of the sea, not knowing which way to turn, left wanting, without resources. Um, this is this is just it's just creeping right. in upon us now. It's just coming yeah. in from every direction. Yeah. Men swooning away or expiring with fear and dread, and apprehension and expectation of the things that are coming on the world, for the very powers of heaven will be shaken and caused to totter. So it, it, there's a expression. What's next? We, we think of what's next, and you know the the promise of uh, you know we'll destroy what's here to build back better. That's a spirit of, of antichrist right there, and so people are really. I mean, people are you know losing jobs or they refuse to work. Well, there's uh, all kinds of things. The sea it's roaring, it's tsunamis, everywhere. it's it's fear of, of all kinds of things. Yeah, weather, um, but, freaky weather patterns So and this stuff. ought to give us many clues and much evidence, solid and secure evidence, that we are in a time like no other, that we are in a place where it is imperative for you. You, you are the only one who can decide and determine where you're going to go. And that's made that decision is made possible you know, through the free will God has given us and through the options he's given us. But how many people, they uh, are full of excuses. Like, um, you know, they, they bought me a wife, I got me a cow, I can't do it, I can't come. And they just turn Jesus away. Well, not now, not yet. I've still got, I still got a life I want to live. I still want to make some money. I still want to whatever. I want to have, you know, th- this full life you want to have is in Christ Jesus, not in all the things you want to accomplish naturally in your in your life. But, but so many people are full of excuses and vain arguments. You know, they hesitate. They're, um, they want to explore other options before they right. settle in on Jesus. Um, and, but Jesus says, whosoever does not forsake all cannot be my disciple. Well, um, and he says in, in Luke 11, if the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? There are many people who believe that they're walking in the light because they've got words in their in their paradigm like Jesus and salvation and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, but they have really not the relationship with Jesus. They have a religious zeal for the things of God, um, but like they're like the Pharisees. The cup, the outside of the cup is clean, but the inside's full of dead men's bones. We cannot be satisfied with our own ideas of what it should be and how this should go and how what will save us there's only one way and that is to submit and surrender to the truth of jesus christ who is 
the Son of God, who is God, who is the creator of all things. He is the one who has the final word, the first word, the last word, and it would be best if we would agree with him. Yes, but the, the issue is that Jesus Christ, he is all that you say he is, Marjorie, but he has been so grossly misrepresented. Of course. And misunderstood. Slimed, slimed, I mean, you know, even, even by those that are supposed to be his friends. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, we, we see in what, what is known as the church, which a lot of times is just a... It, it is it, not it, the it church is, of it, Jesus it Christ. It is just a, a it's the, religious it's the, it's the counterfeit, it's a counterfeit, counterfeit version of, right. the, of the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ is now better referred to as the remnant, the people who are left, who yeah. really truly serve the Lord God, who've kept the faith and have finished the course. But you know, now the war is between... Uh, it, it, the between the deceptions made to look like the truth and the truth which is made to look like the lie. So whose report are you going to believe? Um, even in following Jesus Christ, there is no guarantee that we will not be deceived. Satan will, of course, attempt to deceive us and to try us through trials, fiery trials, to get us to cave, to give in, to give up, to um, abandon our faith. But the thing is, God does not abandon us. So whose report are you going to believe? The only true place of safety, the saving refuge, the place of protection in, in, in this world right now um, is in the care of the Holy Spirit and in the Word of God. Yeah, especially when you consider that those who are truly fo- followers of Jesus, speaking the bold, raw truth of the Lord, are being targeted, being targeted, you know, the the. Isaiah talks about he who departs from iniquity makes himself a prey. Mm-hmm. You know, we call again. We said we call good evil and evil good. So, yeah, the, the, those who are truly, we're seeing this more and more. You know, right the, before our very not eyes. only mm-hmm. you know we've seen it all through human history, but the righteous are, are the ungodly vilified, <laughs> are vilified, yeah. persecuted, attacked, and, we, and this is not just something that you you find in you know, what we call third world countries or the Middle this East. This is not just... This is all of... This is mm-hmm. right now the the true righteous ones that are standing for the truth. Have always been, truth, have always been are crucified, being, persecuted. Are attacked, mm-hmm. targeted. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's better to be targeted by the enemy than to uh, be just um, God knows <laughs> following the, the enemy. God knows the truth about your heart. And I, I believe that, you know, it's not that we be perfect here. Our perfection comes through the righteous blood of Jesus Christ yes. that's been applied to our account. And so we um, we would like to encourage you to um, step up your commitment to the Lord by stepping into the Word of God, spending time with the Word, give up some of those other things you think you have to have to live, and spend your time uh, meditating in the Word of God, crying out to the Holy Spirit, talking to God, speaking out loud to Him, praying without ceasing, as Paul said, um, and also... Um, we'd like to encourage you to introduce you to a, a, a CD that I've created um, called The Paradigm of Spiritual Warfare, The Paradigm, which talks about the war in the spiritual war, the, the, the kingdoms, the agreements, uh, the context, the snake pit, um, and all those things in a very understandable way and how it explains, too, that we can still be caught up, saved and still caught up in many of the sinful behaviors and, and habits that we detest. So that's a paradigm of spiritual warfare. You can get it on um, the website, liferecovery.com. There's a lot of other good instruments, uh, weapons, uh, instructions in that, uh, in that bookstore. So Father God, 
Again, we praise you and thank you for this day that every day we live and get through is another day closer to you coming back. Lord, I pray that you'd give courage to the hearts of the people today who are in the valley of decision. There's multitudes, multitudes yet in that valley of decision who haven't quite made up their mind whether they're going to go with God or try to hang out and do it themselves. So Lord, I pray you'd release and unhook them from the seductive deceptions, the um, the blackmailing, the the bullying, uh, the intimidation of the evil one, release them into the fullness of freedom, that they can walk in the freedom of knowing that they are yours, they are loved, and they are um, belong to you forever and ever. Father, we ask you now for in your in your name, Lord Jesus, to do a mighty, mighty work of separating the righteous, the good, and the holy from that which is vile and unclean. Yeah, and that we would not live in fear, that we would live in faith and trust and rest in the midst of where our where everything around us is fearful and fear-filled, that we will live in your peace. You said perfect love casts off all fear. Mm-hmm. We know that we're loved by you. You're with us no matter what. And Lord, this world is not our home. We're passing through, yes, but God. help us while we're passing through mm-hmm. to just speak your word with. and to live your word and to just to reach out to other people with your love and truth, whether they receive us or reject us in a sense, it doesn't matter. Help us to be faithful to you, mm-hmm. that we will um, be walk in your Holy Spirit. Walk in your Holy your Spirit. Your joy and your every peace. Day. Blessings every day. in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location? Because there's a war for your soul.